Hey everybody, welcome to The Warrior and the Wolf, a place for you to show up authentically and vulnerably in a safe atmosphere where you are seen, where you are loved, and someone wants to come beside you and walk with you. Let's get started. We are back. Thanks, everybody, for joining us again on whatever platform you're listening or watching. If you're on YouTube, thank you. Um, we are back, the warrior and the wolf. Uh, as always, I am the warrior right on the other side of that screen. I'm the wolf. What's going on, right. everybody? There you go. So this is episode 24. 24. Man. And uh, That's we're calling great. this, I know, we're calling this one, or I guess I was calling this one, the AAR, or After Action Report. So... I've talked about it before. I'm a military guy. Um, I'm big into listening to Jocko Wilnick and his stuff. And um, he always talks about the after action report. And when we were talking about this, I came to you and said, hey, with some ideas for some recording. And I know you're super big into the reevaluation of goals and self-awareness and evaluating where you're at. And that's where the whole military thing came at me. And it's like, cool, after action report. So you just asked me about what that is. So I'm going to kind of tell everybody listening. So if you don't know in the military, an after action report is something after, you know, something goes down and something happens. There's a battle, there's whatever, a mission, whatever it is. Leadership all sits down, they all sit together, and there's an after action report basically discussing what do we do good, where do we excel, but also where can we improve? What do we do wrong? What? So when you talked about that, that's what popped in my head, like the reevaluating yeah. self evaluation. Yep. So that's where I'm at with that. So I know this is something that's super relevant to you and something that you especially it's always been relevant. But I think in the last couple months, it's been like uber like top of mind for you, or at least that's what my my, my judgment <laughs> on it. So, and you know, what's crazy, brothers, is like that hasn't gone away, like even a little bit, like, like, no, even for this, even for this week, man. Yeah. It's freaking bananas how applicable this is for me because, like, I'm always evolving. I'm always trying to figure out what's next for me. I'm trying to figure out, all right, so what's my mindset looking like? And I'm sitting down at this um, leadership uh, council. Uh, we had a clinic uh, on Friday is what it boils down to yesterday. And I, it was interesting because everybody's like, oh, yeah, this is what I have to do. This is what I got to do, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well... Don't you think that should shift? Don't you think that changes? Like, yeah. and, and so specifically over the last few weeks, I have had um, some pretty substantial shifts at work, right? We left one brokerage, went to a new brokerage. I've got some opportunities that I'm trying to explore. And I'm already digging into 2024 and, and what that looks like for me. And, and what that's done, brother, is it's just really accentuated the fact that it is ever evolving. That is a fluid state for me. I feel like, like I've learned stuff about me. I've learned about where I want to go. Uh, I've learned about, man, a big one this week, how I show up. Um, just, just because I feel like I've played small. Yeah. Uh, I, I made some goals eh, about two or three months ago. I've just realized, brother, I have a tendency to play small and I don't, I, I want to be the kind of man that shows up big and can live up to the, to my God-given potential, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, 
like I have some pretty lofty stuff going on right now that just scares the shit out of me. But <laughs> I, I'm not the same human I was even three months ago. And that's just because I'm continually evaluating, all right, where are we at? What's going on? And I know that you can relate because I know you have stuff going on. You know, you, you and D have your own stuff going on. And yeah. hey, this is where I'm at. And this is what's going on in my world. And what I've come to learn is uh, Jen and I are dramatically different humans, man. <laughs> like, so, yeah, my one of the big ahas for me was my folks were get a nine to five. It's got a 401. The job has a 401k match and you got health insurance and that's a steady job. And that's a great job. And that's what you should do. Neither one of my folks were had an entrepreneurial bone in their body. Right. Yep. And here I am, like my mind is all over the freaking place, right? So I'm like, how do I get better? How do I, you know, personal development, personal development. I want to go to the next, not just entrepreneurial, but I want to go to purposeful. I want to get through the yeah. entrepreneurial ceiling, right? So, and I've just come to this realization, Jen's not. But my yeah. folks weren't either. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing no. wrong with my folks. There's nothing wrong with Jen. It's just like I'm wired a certain way. And to have, for me to have that awareness, man, is such a big deal because she's exceedingly supportive of me, man. Jen like pushes and she loves me and she supports me. And she's like, this is great. Go for it. I have no desire whatsoever to do what you're doing. None. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, no, I get it. Because like I grew up in, in this area that, we have to be, we have to do this together. Mm -hmm. No, we don't. And there's nothing wrong with that. She supports me. I support her. And we have dramatically different goals and, yeah. and whys, right? My why is so much different than hers. And that's okay. Yeah. Like mine's ever evolving and hers revolves around our kids. <laughs> that's okay. wrong with that. No, so no. I guess my question is, and it's, it's because I have a level of insight and I know, like, I know you. I feel like better than most people are, are that are listening right now. But so I, I know where you're at. I know you're going. I think that's fair. So my question would be, and to put it out there to people that I guess, like, I don't want to say dumb it down, mm -hmm. but to quote Michael Scott, talk to me like I'm a five year old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> But so walk you through, have a lemonade stand. Have a lemonade stand. <laughs> Next year, I'll be six. <laughs> what a great reference! No, so let, let's like, let's your break pro that the process. Now. Like for people, like because yeah. like, so you and I, we're real quick because you're in definitely in like we talked about the mindset episode a while ago, and I'm definitely in that like fixed mindset, and you're in that flow. Yeah. You've always been, yeah. and that's how it's always been. So uh -huh. for somebody who's like me, who's kind of stuck in, not, I want to say stuck, but somebody who is in a fit, more fixed mindset mentality, how do you start that process of reevaluating your, your goal, well, reevaluate yourself? Yeah. So Aaron, where it comes for me, like you're a fixed mindset and I love that. How, how can I serve you? How can I support you in that space? Because that's my mindset. I want to love on humans and take them to the next level. Uh -huh. The reality of it is, do you want to go to whatever the next level is? Dude, brother, you can be stoked with where you're at. Great. Then let's accentuate where you're at. Right? Yeah. Like, and that's the first thing that I want to make very, very clear to everybody who's listening is the reality. If you are fixed mindset, awesome. 
Maybe that nine to five is for you, right? Maybe it's great to have the health insurance and maybe it's great to have the 401k match and yada, yada, yada. That's fine. And that's why I constantly reevaluate because I got in, I got into this mindset. Well, it's either this or only to find out that it's either this and. You and I coexist very, very effectively, even though we're dramatically different mindsets. Why? Yep. Because you respect mine and support mine. I respect yours and I support yours. So really to dumb it down, I guess, for Michael Scott, pretending <laughs> you're five years old, right? And next year, yeah. you'll be <laughs> All it is, is am I where I want to be? Or am I where, am I heading in the direction that I'm called to be. Like I said, it was great, man. I, I had a nine to five. I was exactly where I needed to be, but I felt like I was getting kicked in the direction of, no, you were built for more. Yeah. Right. And, and mm -hmm. so I'm like, well, all right, well, let's explore that. And, and so I'm constantly evolving and chasing. It. And the reality of it is you, you could be exactly where you are built to be could be yeah right like i think i i think the world of humans that get there in their early 20s i'm like dude you know already <laughs> right yeah like uh, i'm pushing 50 and it's like man i could do this and i could do this and i could do this and i could do this like it's always changing for me yeah and it's interesting because I feel like I've started to, I don't know, I definitely feel like I've started to lean more like in the middle, like of mindset, like fixed in some things, but there's some things I'm, I'm, I'm constantly reevaluating and it's not just seriously like life goals, but like I'm a, for me, like I'm reevaluating. How do I be a better dad? How do I be a better husband? How do I be a better friend? <gasps> so, yeah. so one thing, I don't know if this is a, a trap question, but I, cause we always talk about. Hang on a second. I'm I love not, how I'm not, you're framing it, buddy. I love I'm how like you're framing it. Throwing a grenade at you. But <laughs> we always talk about you're a big, big stickler with the no, the negative self-talk, right? Mm -hmm. So my question is, how does a person or how does somebody who's reevaluating themselves or doing an after action report walk that line between honestly of honest evaluation and negative self-talk? Wow. Man, that's not a grenade. That's a fucking awesome question. So the reason that I wanted to take a look at negative self-talk was I started to realize that that was that defense mechanism that you and I talk about of being funny uh -huh. as opposed to stepping into my authenticity. I realized, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm this. And that way I could start to disarm whoever I was with, yep. right? And so for me, it just be kind of, it became this thing of, yeah, but that's not true of me. Yeah. Right? right? You know, the fat kid, I'm the fat kid. No, no, I'm great for, for my age, which doesn't need to be disclosed. For my age, I feel like I'm still active. I feel like I'm still doing good. What I was doing was one of two things. Number one, I was trying to disarm somebody, right? You can't use the fat thing against me or... I was trying to get affirmation from somebody. Oh, you're not fat. Yeah. Well, why don't I just own who I am? Why am I seeking affirmation from them? 
You know what I mean? And so, Makes sense. so there were a couple things for me that I was just like, I want to do better about negative self-talk. Hey, if it helps you disarm a situation and it makes you feel safer and it makes you feel more comfortable, could be for you. Could be. But for me, I was like, but that's not true of you. It, and And if I'm wanting to be the most authentic human that I can be, I'm really not serving anybody in that space uh, of not being authentic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the negative self-talk for me was a big deal. Oh, and I agree. So as somebody who, so, and the reason I ask is because I really struggle. And if you go back and listen to past episodes and you know my story, but for telling people who don't know, like you go listen to my story, I really fell into to negative self-talk. And I taught, you know, I, I suck, I'm not worthy, I don't deserve to live, whatever it is. So I really fell into that trap. So for somebody like me, I have to be careful when I'm doing my after action report and, you know, I'm really re reassessing something, especially, so like even today, something came up with my four-year-old and I would really try and do assess. <laughs> I mean, I got to the point where I didn't want to be in the room with my four-year-old because it's just... And I told my wife, and bless her heart, I did. I I kind of threw it at her. Right, she's getting ready to walk out the door to a baby shower, and I'm just like, I'm like, I'm really struggling with Finn this morning. I said, I don't know how to react in the situation, and she gave me some hard truth. And but looking at it, saying, "Hey, I'm not the negative self talk aspect." If I went into it and I'm evaluating, I'd be like, you know what, I'm a really crappy dad. I'm never going to be good at this. I might as well mm -hmm. um, just give up on it. So that's yeah. the negative self-talk. But I also think there's a healthy way to say like, look, I screwed this part up and I've not been doing a good job in this area yep. and I can do it better. So I feel like we there's a, there's a fine line on both because you could get on either side, be like absolutely zero negative talk about yourself. No negative self-talk. You can't say you did anything bad <laughs> or, or it's like, I'm the worst ever. I'm the, you know, yeah. you know, we, so, it's just an, oh, I was going to give you one more. One more example real quick and then yeah, we're going. So the other night we after Halloween, we were sitting, you know, doing most parents do, taking our favorite candy out of the out of the kids. That candy kids. tax is awesome, baby. That candy tax is awesome. Dad tax, candy tax. And you know, and you know, we're at that stage in our life where when we put the kids to bed, we have a couple hours to be grown ups, to just enjoy hanging out with each other, eat some Halloween candy, watch a show. And we were just joking and I thought I was gonna get some candy and and my wife made a joke about it. She's like, yeah, look at us just sitting in bed eating candy, supposed to lose 50 pounds before we go to Mexico. And she wasn't talking badly about herself or, or mine, but I started talking about it. And I was like, look, it's like, this to me means like we're happy and we're comfortable. Like, right. Because I said, that's I, you. I, I know, I know people and I know, unfortunately, people that were super into working out, super into eating healthy physically, you know, fit, like they show up at like the pool and they're like the, the pretty couple, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, like the power couple, they're pretty, they have a business, they have a million dollar house on a golf course, all this other stuff. And I, I told her, I was like, doing our report, you know, my after action report on this is like, we are so comfortable. We can just sit and watch a show and eat Halloween candy and other people. So that couple I was talking about just got divorced, mm -hmm. which my heart breaks for them and I'm super tender for it, but there's, you know, and I know that's kind of off on a tangent, but go go ahead and say what but you're going to say. As you always do, brother. And I'll I'll bring the analogy to golf because I know you love hitting the links. You <laughs> teed this up 
beautifully. The question that I'm asking myself in those instances, like when you when you talk about when you when you're with your four year old, what I always do, my after action reports look like this. I ask one key question for myself, and that is, how did I want to show up? How did I want to show up in that instance? And that's what I'm going to work to work towards the next time I have the opportunity to show up in this space. I wanted to show up a certain way and yeah. I didn't this time. And, and sometimes that's okay. Sometimes it's like I did damage with the way that I showed up. And sometimes it's just, eh, I, I showed up weaker than I wanted to. I wanted to show up in a different way. Right. So yeah. my interaction reports always include that question. How did I want to, did I show up the way that I wanted to? If the answer is no, how did I want to show up? But then you hit on something that I believe is even more paramount, brother, and that is the comparison space. And that's why when we talk about different mindsets, just because my choice is I'm not going to sit in bed and eat candy, which I'm not saying I do or I don't, <laughs> what I'm saying is, what does it matter? Yeah. Are you and D in good space? Did you show up the way that you wanted to? Mm-hmm. Then, then what does it matter? Yeah. Dude, I'm convinced. Like one of my favorite words this year, I don't know if you do words for your year at all or anything like that, but I do. And I ended up with several of them, one of them which is silver. I was listening to this podcast. I dove into some books and the guy said, well, why did you call it? Why did you call your business silver? Whatever. And the guy said, well, because once I'm gold, I'm the best that's out there. And that means I can't get any better. Oh, yeah. it's profound. Dude, so silver immediately became one of my words. How can I get better? How can I show up the way that I want to show up every time out? Yeah. Right? Because this isn't me versus you. And I think that uh, the society, it feels like, oh, that guy has a six pack. I got to get there. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. hey. Some of my social media feeds are scrolling through and it's like, hey, you're getting old, maybe, or getting older. Maybe you need to do this. Yep. Well, maybe, maybe, but I'm not comparing myself to that guy. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's got going on. I don't know what his aspirations are. You and D good? Did you show up the way that you wanted to? Oh yeah. So did the Butterfingers. Then what does it matter? Exactly. No, exactly. That's what I'm, that's, and that's my point. And I have, a, I have a very dear friend and I, I'm really hoping she's going to come on and do, I would love to do an interview with her, but she's a mom of four kids, right? We just went to Mexico with a mom of four kids. Her husband's a, a firefighter. Uh, I'm not going to drop her name, but I would love to get her on because she, it's interesting. She's kind of a social media influencer. I mean, she's got tons of, tons of followers on Instagram. She puts out a lot of really good content for her, her business that she runs. But she was just talking, they, we had actually, they came over for Halloween and were trick or treating with, and she was just talking about, she's like, I'm so tired of like the having to portray like the perfect mom life. She's like, she's like, I take these, vi- yeah. So she's like, I take these videos and I put them out and I have to make sure there's no toys in the background. I have to make sure that there's no, that the toys are all the same color or there's no clutter and there's no kids. She's like, you know what? I'm over it. She's like, I'm going to start showing my real life. Dude, and- I 
have to have that human on this podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm working on getting around, but I, that's how I am too. It's like, you know, comparing it's like I could go to the gym, you know, and I do like to work out and I want to work out because I want to be healthy to do stuff with my kids. But I'm also perfectly comfortable about saying, you know what, that's their life. I'm perfectly comfortable sitting, watching Netflix and eating some Halloween candy because it makes us happy. So you bring up a great point. One of one of my ahas this week in my AAR was this. <clears throat> was talking to our oldest, right? Who's in Dallas. And I'm realizing I'm learning what it's like to parent from a distance. Uh And I'm learning what it's like to parent an adult, right? So I'm trying to navigate this process as is our oldest. And I'm coming up on an age when my dad passed away, right? When, 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 you know, so when dad went away, he was 54. I'm not there. Don't, you know, but, I'm like, that's why I want to be healthy. That's why I want to stay active. That's mm-hmm. why I want to eat my fruits and vegetables because that kid is simply not ready for me to not be here. Yeah. Right? Like That's a great dude, evaluation. It was, it blew my mind. I was like, oh, like that's part of, because I always talk about legacy, right? That's my huge why. Yep. But I was like, Ah, that's why you want to do it. Yeah, six packs are fun, but it's like Jen already loves me. It's not like, that's from an aesthetic standpoint, she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you're good. Yeah. You know, we just celebrated 26 years, so I'm pretty confident she's not going anywhere. But I'm like, there, and yeah. that's that AAR. Am I showing up the way that I want to? And, and I believe that those self-evaluation questions, just like you, oh, man. Hey, D, what did you see in this interaction? Is there a way that I could have done better? Is there a way that I could be yeah. showing up better than I am right now? And that's a hard question to ask because you got to be ready for a hard answer too. And thankfully, and it, again, I'm an external processor. So when I start repeating stuff back, sometimes it sounds like I'm arguing with her. So it causes some <laughs> other stuff, but we're, we're good. She gave me some stuff and I had a really, really great day with, with my boys. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I, you know, I want to be, it's important for me to say it, it's okay when you're doing this after action report or evaluation or whatever you want to call it to call out the bullshit. Like it's okay to be like, you know what? I didn't, as you said, to use your words, I didn't show up the way I wanted to in this one. I didn't, I didn't do this as best as I could. I dropped the ball here. I think that's okay. And I don't feel like that's getting into the ne- like negative self-talk, putting yourself down. I think it's okay to call a spade a spade. I'll take it one step further, brother. I think it's necessary. Right? So I'll give you a prime example. I sit down with a friend of mine uh, for lunch the other day, a beautiful human. And I know that that human's listening to uh, the podcast or watching the video, whatever, however he chooses to consume it. (laughs) Um, Beautiful, beautiful friend of mine. And I pushed my appointment behind him so I could be intentional with him in that space. And my appointment got upset and said, well, we'll, we'll, we'll just reschedule. I'm like, you're available, though, for the, the time I'm proposing as soon as I'm done here. Why don't I? No, that's fine, buddy. And normally I'd be like, wow, they're being grumpy, man. They're just being unreasonable, yada, yada, yada. You know what I had done, Aaron? I fed into that person's story of somebody else is more important than I am, and he chose them. Yeah. 
Oh, dude, I didn't even get to my truck from my appointment. And I'm asking myself, did I show up the way that I... Nope. What nope. I should have said was, hey, I know how you're going to... I know how you might take this. And I want you to know it's not because someone is more or less important than you. I'm just in this with a human right now. And I want to stay present with this person the same way that I want to be present with you when I get there. But yeah. what did I do? I fed their story. Somebody else is more important. Aaron, who's that about? Yeah. And I think that that's my AARs, man. The reason that I love them, like when you say grenade, you and I were going back and forth via text earlier and you said something and I'm really excited about the next episode for sure. But we're going to disagree. Yeah. And you know what? It's okay. doesn't change that I love you. No. Right? Yeah. Like, I, what I want to do is, did I show up the way that I wanted to? And in one case, I did. In the other case, I didn't. I made yeah. a decision. Yeah. Right? What's the commitment? Right? We talk about this all the time. What was your commitment? And what could the consequences be, intended or unintended? Yep. And the unintended consequence was I fed me as a trusted human that this person loves, adores, and we are very, very close. I just broke them again. Ah, oh, yeah. dude, that sucks. You know, and I would offer also still, yeah, I, I get what you're saying too, but also them being broken and feeding into that is also about them too. But right. we're talking about our self-evaluation. I get it. Right. But so here's the other thing I offer. In that space, who's capable of that? Yeah, Dude, this is my. This is what I work on. This is the work that you and I are in. Oh, 100%. And I was going to bring up. It's my responsibility. I think the expectation of me is higher. And it should be. Right? Yeah. Because that's how I want to show up. And I think that's where we're trying to get help other men, especially other men get to is like, and you know, we have, and I don't utilize it nearly as much as I should, but that renegotiation part of like a commitment and you just brought it up, be like, you know, sending a message saying, Hey, I need to stay present where I'm at. I still want to value you. That whole renegotiation thing. People think, well, that's just a cop out, but it's, it's been a lifesaver for a lot of things. It's like, Hey, I can't make this. Here's why. Uh, it's interesting. You know, I'm reminded to kind of circle back a little bit. Like you were talking about like, the feeding into like, well, you, you know, oh yeah, I'm just a fat kid and trying to disarm it. Um, I know you're a big fan of, you know, I don't want to say self-help books, but books that help you. <laughs> so I'm fairly sure we talked about before and you've read, but the Dale Carnegie's how to win friends and influence people. Mm -hmm. uh, fantastic, fantastic book, fantastic read, listen. Um, there's, an up there's an updated one for like the, in the digital age, which is really good. Right. But he talks about a concept in there. He, he talks about a guy who wrote a letter back to, I think it was Coca-Cola at the time, to be honest with you. But he basically starts with all the stuff that he dropped the ball on. He's like, I failed to do this. I didn't honor the agreement. I failed to do that. I failed to do this. And then goes into what he really wants and re like reassessing the meeting. And I'm probably butchering the whole story, but the whole point is I've incorporated a lot of that and trend into my life, especially like with work. Like if I have a boss who's upset because I drop the ball. Like first thing they do in the call me is like, look, yeah, this is my responsibility. I dropped the ball. I didn't get this done. Here's how I messed up. Here's how I'm going to do it differently. And those conversations immediately disarmed and we can get to like the actual minutia of what they want. 
And you just said it right there. By being authentic, you disarm. Mm-hmm. Right? You didn't need this negative self-talk. It worked out just fine by saying, yeah. I, I, I posted something the other day on the social medias. And it just said, once you accept your flaws, nobody can use them against you. Yeah. And we've been, we, we talk about that all the time and we always reference whew, eight mile and rabbit. And it's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing like with my, you know, with my story and my being a victim. It's like, once I've acknowledged it, like people can't say this, you know, this is you and use that. But it's the same kind of thing as saying, like, do you acknowledge you're doing your after action report saying, I dropped the ball here. I, f- I failed in this aspect. I didn't show up like I wanted to in this aspect. And here's what I can do better. And that takes all that power from all that negativity that if you don't do for, well, I'll say not you, but if I don't do that and I don't authentically, like I dropped the ball here, here's why, here's how I want to do it better next time. A lot of that negative stuff can creep back in. It's like, well, you dropped the ball because you're this, because you're not good at this, because you're not worthy. So honestly evaluating and being mm-hmm. just completely objective with it yep. has become more of a healthy, a healthy step for me. So that's kind of, and you know, we're coming up on the time. So that's going to be kind of my, my parting gift or my parting shot is like, if you're going to evaluate things, like really evaluate it, mm-hmm. really step into stuff that might actually hurt or not sound great or be ugly that you don't actually want to hear because there's no, there's no improvement if you're only looking at the good stuff or convincing yourself that everything was good or nothing was your fault. Yeah. You, you know, my parting shots, as you were talking, brother, like the, the word that came to mind, freedom. Yeah. Man, being authentic provides such an inordinate amount of freedom. It's incredible. And the reason that I evaluate, how did I want to show up? I don't have any control over how you show up. I don't have any control about how that person showed up, how the other person showed up. How did I show up? Because if they freak out, but I showed up, and this happened at work, man, a few weeks ago, right? So I showed up and I was okay with how I showed up. I I was all right with it. The receiving end of it didn't like it at all. Well, you know what I'm going to say? That's about you. Huh? I'm good with how I showed up. If you didn't like it, let's figure out how that's about you. Could I have done something different? Of course I could have. Did I show up authentically? Yep. Which means that I didn't see that I needed to show up a different way. And that's tough, especially for me, because again, you know how my story reads. I want to make people happy. I want people to like me. And sometimes showing up the way that I want to show up and showing up authentically gets in the crosshairs for some. Well, I don't like that. Gotcha. I would encourage you to kind of take a look and evaluate how that's about you. Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything wrong. You may not have liked the way that I said it. I understand that. And just ask that you take a look about how that's about you. Oh, yeah. And I think that's the whole point. The whole after action report is you can only assess and evaluate what you can control and how you, like you said, like to use your words, how you show up. We always, one of the things we always talk about is like, you know, if people commit, well, I'm going to have a conversation with so-and-so about this. We always tell people like, look, you can't control whether that person has that conversation with you or not. So 
we always tell people, you know, you, when we work with men in this aspect, we say, commit to maybe offering to have a conversation or ask, yeah. inviting somebody to a conversation. And then if that person says, you know, I don't want to talk about this, I don't want, then that's about them. And you are still in integrity with yourself when, with an agreement that, that you made. And I think that's hard for people, that's hard for yes. people to grasp that concept. It's like, I have to, you know, we have to have this conversation. If they don't have it with me, then I failed. And that's not, that's not the case. A thousand times. Yes. Well, what do you want? Well, I want this person to, but no, 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 no. I can't tell you how many times I start internal dialogues with myself. Well, what did you want here? Well, I wanted this person and immediately I have to start again. Yeah. What did I want? I wanted to convey my message effectively. Uh, the key word for me in the after action report and the self-evaluation is self. Right? Did I show up the way that I wanted to show? Dude, that's my question over and over. And, and for, you know, for me, the last thing I'll say is like, even with my kids, like, yes, I'm the parent, but I cannot control how they react emotionally or how they choose to choose to react. I can't as, a, as much as I would like to, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but, but my wife reminded me is like maybe, and she said, maybe show up and interact with him differently to get a different result. And that's about me, not about him. Mm -hmm. So awesome stuff, brother. I know we could keep going and, and keep going on this. I know you could definitely keep going on this <laughs> for an extended period of time, but unfortunately right. we, we're limited on time. So um, yeah, everybody remember check, you know, check us out on Facebook. Instagram, you know, the Warrior and the Wolf podcast for those social medias. Email is the Warrior and the Wolf at gmail.com. YouTube, the Warrior and the Wolf. All the fun That's stuff. Me. Reach out. Website, yes, the Warrior and the Wolf.com. It's a fantastic website. Pretty pictures of both of our faces. Yeah. And as always, everybody, it's super important to me. If you need anything, if, there, if you felt a connection today and there's something um, on your mind, please leave that comment. We would love to chat with you about that. And if there's something that you want to hear us chat about, clearly no topics are off limits for <laughs> us. So we're, we're more yeah. than happy to hop in there and, and take a look at them. Drop that in the comments too. We'd love to know what you want to hear, uh, hear us chat about that can best serve you. Because again, um, this is meant to be a safe place for men and women to show up authentically uh, and in their vulnerability. And we want to be here for you. So as always, I'm the wolf. The warrior. We'll see you on the next one. Later.